born, the throne awaits. A seal warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children, separate. Bide your time, lie in wait. Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. They made a vow, their mother will be found. Hello. And welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm Dan, the teacher. Uh, I'm Morgan, the student. We rolled pretty bad last week, so now we're doing uh, Sonic Underground. You mean we rolled really fucking well and got a beautiful song that I listened to and was amazed by. First of all, I mean, even just Sonic having siblings is something, but the song is something. The fact they're in a band sounds like a bad fanfic. I'm like excited, honestly. But also I didn't have to watch it because I'm a bad student. And that's why Dan is going to tell me about it. Yeah, so, listeners, you probably heard a different intro this episode because I'm going to be putting in, because we finally got into something with actual audio to put behind it, I have opened the episode with the intro to Sonic Underground. Oh, fuck, I didn't realize you were going to open it with that, that rules... Yes. So you know exactly what I'm talking about then, listener. It's um something. The core of it is that Sonic is part of a Sonic is a triplet. He has brothers named Sony and Manic. They were they are the children of Queen Alina, who is the former ruler of Mobius, but but lost the position after uh, Dr. Robotnik took over. And uh, they have to find their mom now. I'm going to go more in depth in a bit on that when I start on the description of the first episode. But for now, I just want you to think about that song. And now I want to tell you about perhaps the most useful source of information on Sonic Underground. An account from... Series writer Ben Hurst. Just give me a second and I'm going to open that up. Oh, the Saturday morning Sonic thing you you sent me. All right. From alt.fan.sonic-hedgehognewsgroup2005. Hello, fans of Satam. Sonic Underground was a sad, sad story. With the opportunity looming large for the third season of Sat AM, Deke made a creative decision to trash that continuity and strike out in a new direction. The reason? Because they could add songs with the whole Sonic, Sony, and Manic thing and collect extra residuals from ASCAP slash BMI, the group that pays song royalties. Deke makes deals with songwriters to split or sign off the rights to their compositions, Exactly the same way they force the writers and story editors to sign over all rights to their stories. Oh, God. Yep. All residual payments for cartoons go to Deke. Even the royalties set aside for creative people in Europe. 
based on blank videotape and audio cassette sales. There have been legal battles about that through the Writers Guild, but the only reputable animation producer in America, to my knowledge, to hand those monies over to the writers was Warner Brothers. I've actually received royalty checks from the European release of episodes that Pat Alley and I wrote for Tiny Toons. Here's how Sonic Underground happened. After Satam was canned because of a change in role leadership at ABC and load ratings caused by multiple preemptions caused by sporting events and, finally, being placed up against the red-hot Power Rangers, now there's some genius programming strategy, a new version of Sonic was created, Sonic Underground. Did they ask me, or Pat, or Len Jansen to develop the series? No. In fact, I never heard of the series before a Deke story editor called and asked me and Pat to come to a cattle call for Sonic Underground. I refused. We don't do cattle calls, which, for those of you unfamiliar with the term, is where they bring in about 20 writers to learn about the series and pitch written premises for free in hopes of snagging an episode or two. The story editors got us there by guaranteeing us at least a few episodes. So, off we went to a conference room at Deke. We got there and, yep, 20 writers. They showed an episode of Sat AM, first season, to illustrate the background of these characters. It wasn't one of mine or Pat's, it was one of the other episodes. After they described the marvelous new direction, siblings, music, missing mother, stupid new characters, they ended up, they ended the meeting. We were taken into another room with the story editor who told us he wanted to write the pilot episode. We did. Sega read the script, then the story editor was fired, and we were hired. And they also hired another team of story editors who survived through about eight episodes before they left. We also got a few fledgling writers shoved down our throat by the producer. Results. I had to rewrite the damned usable, unusable scripts from page one. They still got paid for the script. I got nada. We tried our best to get some lore going, but Deke was racing through the series at two episodes a week. An insane pace, and one calculated to maximize the profits. We managed to get a three-part origin story through, but with the limited time, we were unable to tie everything together. The only bright thought was that we were assigned six scripts to Len Jansen, who wrote some damn nice stuff. So, that's the saga of Sonic Underground. As I rewatch some of the episodes, I'm surprised it's as good as it is. I'm fully aware it doesn't match <laughs> up to that I am. And I would give my eye teeth to be hired to do the Sat AM third season. But the only way for that to happen would be for some visionary exec at Deke to realize they're sitting on a gold mine. Oh, oh, this keeps going. Yeah, it's long. I, I was, it's, oh my gosh. I mean, we can always like link it in the show notes if you want to stop here. Oh, absolutely. But that's that's so interesting that like, first of all, they're doing two episodes a week, which is a lot for like something that's like hand drawn. Uh, also like just the fact that they like used sad AM people and it still fucking sucks ass like, I, I mean, I've only seen, like, a few episodes of Sat... Or, I think, like, one. You know, I've seen, like, one full episode of Sat AM. But at least it's, like, something. And it's, like, it seems like it's... That one's... It seems like 
I, I mean, you might know more about it than I do, but that one seems more episodic, kind of like. Uh, I I honestly don't know everything about Satayam. I know stuff about it, but this story goes on for a bit longer. I've told you the important parts, but we will be linking the uh, page where this is from. It's a whole collection of like letters from. Ben Hurst to this uh, Sonic the Hedgehog news group. Uh, I'm just reading the section on Underground. And also, you should know that Ken Penders does show up in this particular letter. Uh, that. I think that letter is like about halfway down. I don't know. The little like website. Yeah, each section begins like the year it was written and. You'll know it when you get to the one that's written in 2005. Uh, I, I'm just, it's really incredible. Uh, oh my God. Anyways, so you know the premise, you know the story behind it. Now, uh, let me, just sort of dive into the first episode. Wait, who's Ken Penders? Ken Penders was the lead, was one of the main writers for the, the Archie Sonic comic from... Oh, duh. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think the mid-90s to the mid-2000s. Yes, I do vaguely remember you talking about him now. I just was like, wait, why did... Who? What? <laughs> yeah, uh... So I'm just gonna describe the first of the the first part of this three part intro, and I think we can wrap it up, take it to the close from there. Just some opening notes. The thing I watched this on was some quasi legal YouTube thing, and it was by a YouTube user named Manic the Hedgehog. And to avoid copyright detection, he puts a very large watermark in the upper left-hand corner of the screen I have. Beautiful. <laughs> I've included it. Oh. Wait, are we going to go over the characters? Yeah. Uh, like we did for Archie, or? Yeah. So, since the pilot actually does, like, show us some background stuff, I'll just... These characters aren't very deep, so I think this pilot stuff is all you really need to know. Also, you you know that part about two episodes a week? It really shows in this animation. It's really bad. Beautiful. Love it. Oh, man. Ugh. You know, th this is only, like, vaguely related, but, like, th that seems like, you know how, like, um... Netflix is doing this thing with like their animated thing, like where they seem like they're cranking out like a ton of seasons of like, um, whatever that fucking robot of uh, Voltron. I, I didn't watch it. That's why I was like, they like cranked out like seasons really fast. I feel like that's the equivalent of like in the past them doing like two episodes a week since, you know, it's, all made at once kind of thing now. Whereas like then it's just like, that just sounds terrible. I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to link a GIF, and I will be posting it in the show notes. Uh, here is a bit of Sonic's mouth from this episode. This is slowed down, but it's a very good bit of showing how the animation looks. So the first episode sort of opens with Queen Alina. That's uh, I, I was like talking. I totally forgot that. I... <laughs> no, I was just talking about his mouth. I was just being like, you, there's a lot you can do with like the mouth moving like forward like that, but it's just so fucking ugly looking. <laughs> That's all. Go ahead. You can talk about the show now. Ah, that's fine. Thank you. Uh, the episode opens with uh, Sonic's mom, Queen Alina, uh, giving a whole opening narration about how Robotnik took over the world and made the rich richer and turning poor people into robots. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just... Wait, okay. She's like a queen, isn't she? Why man she's just like it's like monarchy versus like fucking technocracy fucking wild ass capitalism shit that whatever eggman's doing i love it also i do want to mention that unlike sarayam's like really nicely designed i guess the word would be robians <laughs> robian like mobian yeah I think that's the unofficial term. The Robians in this one, instead of looking like, you know, like cool sort of metal sonic robot dudes, they just fucking just look like really generic slap a bunch of metal on someone's cyborgs. Not that they really use them that often in this episode. It's it's not like they're a regular part of the background. The royal family is outlawed and goes into hiding. And the queen gets a prophecy that one day the four of them will reunite and become the new leaders of Mobius. So I guess she already has the baby. So in order for them to reunite, she has to like separate them. I guess. Why why did she has to keep them separate to keep them safe or like, also are they triplets? I'm sorry. (laughs) They are triplets. Yes. They are Sonic, Sonia, and Manic. Sonia is Sonia the the girl, or did you say three yeah. boy? Okay, I mean Sonia is whatever. the girl, and her personality is girl. Oh man, love it! And there's Manic, who is like the weird, wacky one. Who his he's got these weird, like spiky spines that they. They just it, it looks like it's supposed to be like punk hair, but it's like poorly done. I yeah. you know, like he's green. Yeah, uh, he is green. Sonia is like pink, isn't she? Yeah, sort of pinkish purple. Uh she's also got a like cool fringe. Uh at least I think the word is fringe. Yeah, for like Bangs, fringe, same thing. Yeah, probably. She uh, takes the babies to different people to keep them safe. She takes uh, Sonia to a rich lady whose name I did not get. Sonic ends up in a countryside home. Also, you can tell in this one that Sonic is the one with super speed. And from what I can tell, he's the only one with super speed. Wait, 
Why? Wait, what? Wait, <laughs> wait. Okay, so it's not like a family trait. It's just like, oh, he has speed, just cause. I'll go into the sort of abilities of the other two as I go on. So, uh, Manic is delivered somewhere, but instead of the parent who's was, or instead of a surrogate parent who was supposed to pick them up at the doorstop, some sewer criminal steals the baby basket and takes it to an upsetting cricket man. <laughs> <At least they're, laughs> they just stole this baby. I, and I'm his. This cricket man is named Farrell. I am posting him in the Discord chat, and will also be posting him in the show notes because my words cannot do him justice. Oh my god! I'm gonna try to explain this. Uh, so he's oh my god. The fact I would not have even said he was a cricket. Uh, <laughs> he's just like this. It might be a cockroach. No, it's not that. It's just because he's so, like, fucking mutated. Um, he's, like, this larger dude with, like, his, like, shell is, like, sectioned off. And, like, it's kind of, like, looks like, um, like, armor, like, or something. Samurai armor. Oh my god, the rat. The rat looks like it's like a bad splinter also from like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But um, the cockroach, like he's just like this, he's like chubby. He's like, you know, he's got like the, like the fat cheeks, you know? and But like his fucking antenna are just like he has like four of them? Or are those eyebrows? Oh my god. Unibrow. Oh my god, I thought he had four antenna, but no, he has two antenna and just, like, a giant unibrow. Uh, he has, like, grotesque fingers. He's He's got he's got salad finger fingers. Like, this is a lot. <laughs> Are bugs, like, a common Mobius... M- Mobian thing? I feel like I've only seen, like, you know, I've seen, you know, Larger animals, usually, I guess. Uh, I guess Charmy the Bee. Never mind. Like, the only insect Sonic characters I can really think of are, well, aside from maybe some comic characters who I don't remember on the spot, I think there's, like, some spider people in the Archie comics. Uh, There's Charmy the Bee, and, of course, there's, like, uh, there's this character in the IDW comics named Jewel the Beetle. Uh, she's like a, she's like, like a jewel beetle, uh, and she smokes a lot of jewels. Uh, (laughs) oh my God. Hmm. Maybe I should commission that or draw that or something. But for now she's, they don't really look like traditional insects. Like I think the spider people have extra limbs, but they generally look like, you know, sonic anthros. The the rat doesn't look like a sonic anthro either. The rat is like I said, like the best way I can describe it um for, is from like the cartoon uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like but like a yellow version of Splinter. <laughs> this is just like 
going to be an issue throughout like all of the older stuff. Like these artists that they hire tend to not really know how to draw Sonic style characters outside of like maybe a few core members. So all like the less important or side characters or whatnot tend to look really weird. This, thank fucking God that we have like artists nowadays who actually know how to draw Sonic and will draw characters that look like Sonic characters. Ugh. So we cut forward throughout the childhoods of these three children. Uh, Farrell, the upsetting cricket man, teaches Manic how to pick pockets. Manic's really good at it. He also loves to drum, and he gets a pair of drumsticks. Well, he steals the drumsticks from Farrell, and this is shown, seen as a sign of respect. Oh my god. Oh man. There's always gotta... Okay, like, it's so funny... Because I know as a kid, I probably would have liked Manic. Like, that's just the kind of character I like, is, like, the, like, funny side character guy. But, <laughs> God. Uh... To be honest, I think, like, this bit with, with Manic and Feral is, like, the best actual character writing throughout all of this episode. It's, like... The only thing that's, like, genuinely fun and entertaining. I just had a terrible thought. I was like, is he the Joey Wheeler of Sonic Underground? Mm. Well, he doesn't have an accent. I Damn oh, it! I, have, I forgot to tell you the thing about the voices of Sonya and Manic. So, in Sonic Underground, Sonya and... Or in Sadayam, I should start with. And all animated stuff at this time. Sonic's voice actor was Jaleel White, who at the time was very famous for playing the lo the role of Urkel in Family Matters. Oh they gosh. decided they they decided to have uh, him also voice Sonia and Manic. So it's just like oh no, just three Urkels. <laughs> And except, <laughs> oh, no. except uh, the. Oh no! I don't want to think about what they did to Sonia, though. Oh no! It's just like Urkel speaking in a falsetto. I guess is the best way I could put it. Uh, I'm trying to find the voice here because there is one exception to this rule. And that exception is the sort of, uh, the singing voices. The singing voices were oh, done by no. a different actor. That's gotta be very strange. Like, I know that happens all the time in things, but, like, because they're all the same actor. Wait, does Urkel have to sing for Sonic? Unfortunately, no. The singing is done by... Oh, it's really far, hard to find which... Uh, let me just dig a bit. Because I know who does it. Sonic Underground. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, 
the voice of uh, Sonic, Sony, and Manic singing voices is Sam Vincent, who is perhaps best known for his role as Double D and Ed Ed Nettie. No way! And he does all three of them? When they're singing, yes. And oh, you can really hear it sometimes. God. It's incredible. Oh God. my God. Uh... <laughs> I can't do his voice, but I can do Ed's voice because it's just like, but oh my God, that's very weird. So. With that factoid in mind, uh, we get some more uh, hedgehog flashback or hedgehog growth montage, I guess you could put it. More like hedgehog. <laughs> Damn. Damn, it do be like that. Uh, we see Sonia's childhood. Uh, Sonia is raised by a bougie lady who, once again, I do not remember the name of. They name her several times that I have completely forgotten, and I did not write it down. She can do cool flips, and she can play the piano, and she's bougie. Is she human? Is she human? No, no. Okay. The only human in the show is Dr. Robotnik. Uh, Okay. Yeah, the... ah, I should have grabbed a screenshot of this character, because, like, the bougie surrogate mom lady is like she has really weird looking eyes like they sort of like drew the eye and then they drew the eyelid under it's it looks really weird and i should have i can look her up you don't have to uh maybe i'll nah nah let let's leave it ambiguous and so finally we get sonic's childhood so sonic is Raised by a set of adoptive parents in the countryside, but when he is very young, they get arrested and his house gets burned down and he has to run away to Uncle Chuck. What? Wait! (laughs) Yeah. There's like this really dramatic scene of like Sonic's adoptive dad telling him to... He's like, I know you shouldn't I know I've told you not to run, but you need to. You need. They use a really weird word for it, and I can't remember. But you need to run as fast and as far away as you can to Uncle Chuck's. Sonic's got the zoomies. Um. Oh man. Wait. So Uncle Chuck was in Archie, also, wasn't he? Yeah. Uncle Chuck's in sort of like all of the American stuff, except Adventures for. But like he's. I I don't know if he's like Sonic's actual uncle or not. It's they don't actually say. Uh Uncle Chucklefuck. Like and sometimes it's like blood, sometimes it's uh an adoptive uncle, but in this case it's they just don't say, but I assume he's not a robot in this one. No, he's not a robot in this one. Uh and a lot of in some stuff he's a robot, and some stuff he's not. Let's see. He starts out as a robot in Archie, becomes a human man. Or not a human man. I what? To hedge- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> becomes a hedgehog man. He gets de-roboticized. I t- 
don't know what made me say that. It's ah. a human man. She is a human woman. Oh man, we're I I'm gonna have to do so Sonic 06 someday and explain that Sonic kisses a human woman, which I love it! I know that part. You will have to explain it to our listeners. I don't love it. I hate it, but I love it. I I will have to explain at least one day. Now, this is sort of a hot take. I'm not fully against the the idea of an anthro person and a human person being romantically involved, but it is really weird in Sonic 06. It's specifically Sonic. I don't like to think about Sonic, first of all, in a romantic relationship. Second of all, in a romantic relationship with a human woman. Uh, they're also, like, not, like, normal anthro people. Like, you know, like, they're, they're like, sh shorter and, like, rounder. I mean, I guess not as round in like those games but like it's just like very strange like mechanically to think about i don't like to think about it i just don't like to think about sonic in a that way also he shouldn't kiss people <laughs> i don't want him to kiss even like amy who is like another hedgehog you know like i don't i mean Sorry, my cat's meowing. Uh, he agrees with me. My cat is agreeing with me that Sonic doesn't need to be kissing people. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can... I don't want to... I know there's so many people that are so fucking horny about Sonic. I'm not. I'm sorry. Controversial opinion. I'm not horny about Sonic. <laughs> like, I am probably like considered a furry and I'm not I don't I'm so, okay this is very I don't know why I'm just like making myself laugh okay you can continue I'm sorry I will say there is like the there is like one like human Sonic character ship I do like and that's just like shipping the cop lady from Sonic X with Rouge I, I, that's not as bad. Like, the style isn't as jarring. It fits with the character of Rouge. You're, you're right. I, that's, that's a little less weird because the, the style in 06 also just makes it very weird. The human, like, stylization is just so weird. That derail aside, uh, Sonic is with. <laughs> Sonic and Uncle Chuck are part of the Freedom Fighters. We don't see other Freedom Fighters in this, but they exist. And Sonic is fighting the system. Uh, we see Sonic go on a one hedgehog mission to blow up a factory that's building force fields. And he, he like runs really fast and drops an explosive and it blows up the factory. And Sonic is... I'm sorry, go ahead. You first. I was just like, Sonic is canonically a patriot. Uh, Sonic is uh, resisting the deep state. Uh, Sonic is Q. He's Q+. Plus. <laughs> this is my headcanon now. I'm so sorry. I'm derailing this again. Robotnik is really pissed about, about uh, Sonic, who he doesn't actually know exists. He just knows that 
something keeps happening to his factories and he knows the freedom fighters are doing it. He doesn't know who it is or how or why because Sonic's too fast for the cameras to catch. We, we see like Sonic recovering from the mission. Uncle Chuck goes off to find a doctor and then this weird elephant nosed prophet guy shows up. He's in the intro. He's Wait, the seer it, who warned. He's not an elephant. He's just elephant nosed. Don't know what he is. They don't say he might not be anything because, but he says he's the Oracle of Delphius. And like we see the animation where Sonic's side mouth goes from one side to the other. Sonic doesn't really care. So the Oracle like makes a bunch of chili dogs for him for Sonic to eat while he's talking. Chili dogs. <laughs> yep. Uh, he tells Sonic he's a prince and he has two siblings. Then we see uh, these two bounty hunters getting hired by Robotnik. I have, I'm just going to paste a picture of them in chat. I did not take a screen cap this time. So there's, so the beautiful watermark is not here. I just looked on Google. This is what they look like there. I did not get their names. I don't know their names. Maybe I'll learn them sometime. Oh my goodness. The orange one. Is someone, some, like, fucking muscle-loving furry drew that orange guy? Like, for sure. For sure. And there's something more about him that I don't think we're getting to this week, but is very, uh, furry. Like, I I will get to it one day. The other guy on the left, who's sort of like this wolf or coyote dude, uh, the he's sort of the leader of the two. He's a smart one. He's voiced by Maurice Mullamarsh, voice of Brain. It he's got that sort of Igor voice. It's it's the most charming aspect about him, honestly. Uh, it's Pinky and the Brain. Oh my God. Does <laughs> is the muscle guy kind of like a pinky? Is he kind of, or is he like it's the stupid one? Yeah, he's like the I'm dumb as rocks. LOL. <laughs> he's dumb as rocks. LOL. And I think he's voiced by. Uh, wait, I don't know his voice, but he has an Australian accent. That's all you really need to know. <laughs> Are they both like? Dogs? I'm just, like, very interested in what all the animals are. <laughs> I wish I knew. I, I Maybe I'll learn. Maybe I'll be the, the student. <laughs> so, yeah, these two bounty hunters are get hired by Robotnik to figure out what the, what the hell is fucking up, fucking things up for him, and they're like, yeah, but we're independent contractors. We we don't, we're not just going to work for you exclusively. So he points a bunch of lasers at them and says, yes, you will. And they say, okay. And they have to hunt down Sonic. Then we see more of the Oracle and Sonic and the Oracle says he has to sing. Then he goes away. Uh, He like fades away. Like that fucking, I'm trying to remember the words here. Like uh, Homer Simpson fading into the bushes. <laughs> nah, I wish. He just sort of like... His opacity goes to zero, I guess. 
I'm trying. There's like multiple memes I could say to compare this to, but I'm not remembering any of them right now. Does it do like a Sheshar cat thing where like a part of him is left behind or something? I wish. No. He just sort of fades out. And then there's a song. No. <laughs> this song, I believe, is called Someday. And they just. And it shows Sonic, Sony, and Manic singing about someday they'll find their siblings and figure out what the hell that Oracle was talking to them about. Because I guess he also talks to Sony and Manic, but we don't see that. We just see this song. And. Wait, you don't see them talking even though they haven't, like, met before? I feel like them talking together would be, like, a big scene if they, like, haven't seen each other in a long time. They they haven't actually met. The song just shows them all singing the same song. Okay, because... Okay. Uh, I'm just picturing the Sonic and... Or... (laughs) That's a fanfic right there. The Spongebob Mr. Krabs thing, like... I'm just a just a greasy spoon without you. Uh, the bounty hunters like re- look over some security footage. They find a frame of the back of Sonic, and then they look at some animal asses to figure out whose ass this is. <laughs> <laughs> they just like open up, like I guess some image repository and look at animal asses and then they see the back of Sonic and they know (laughs) that's Sonic's ass. Damn. (laughs) Look at Sonic's ass. Oh no. Robotnik finds out that it's a hedgehog and he's pissed because the Oracle also came to him and told him that his reign was going to end. Like, part of it has like, the Oracle wakes him up Robotnik tries to call the guards, but then he, like, freezes Robotnik in place with magic and tells him that your fate is sealed. You're gonna lose. I don't know if this is, like, part of a bigger plan or if it's just bad writing or what. I don't get it. It's probably bad writing. Why does he go to him at all? I don't know. (laughs) Just a warning. You're gonna lose. Maybe he, like, wouldn't have even gotten him as, like, a, a rival if he didn't know about him or something. That's, yeah, no, that's just bad writing. Sonic's playing music in a club, and, and like, Sonia and Manic are going about their days, and they somehow hear it, even though nobody around them can hear it. M- Manic leaves Feral to look for that, and Sonia is with this fancy young man named Bartleby. Uh, No way. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, I'm gonna post a picture. This will be in the show notes. I'm very concerned about the color of his muzzle. Oh my gosh. Wait, he kind of looks like a very poorly drawn version of the French guy from the Archie comics. Like, a very sad version. Like, maybe it's just because they both have, like, blonde, floofy hair, but he kind of also looks like a chipmunky type of guy. He does kind of give Antoine vibes. I'm... Yeah, Antoine. 
they're not the same character, but I assume they just took the same idea and ran with it. And we've got Bartleby. He's going to show up in many episodes. I remember this. Oh, does he like... Is he like Sonia's romantic interest? I don't remember if... I feel... My gut says he wants to be Sonia's romantic interest, but isn't. <sighs> of course. Yeah. Sonic siblings all meet each other in the club that Sonic's playing in. And they they decide to play music together. This song sounds like Sega Genesis music, but not like Sonic Sega Genesis music. It sounds like, uh, I don't know, fucking Comic Zone. I don't know. It's... It's a very, like, more metal-y song than would be in a Sonic game. Or at least in a classic Sonic game. Uh, Does it still have, like, that bit noise that, like, a Sega game would have? I don't I don't know how to describe it. It just... I'll just have to listen later. Yeah. Then a big robot shows up and starts blowing things up. And they have to escape. They find out that... Let's see, we get, like, a whole thing of all of the surrogate parents getting arrested, so the Sonic siblings have to, like, meet up, and they're gonna rescue their surrogate parents, but then, like, the Oracle shows up again, and he says, nope, it's too late, they're already robots now. But they don't even show them becoming, like, robots, they're just like, nope, it's too late, fuck you! Yeah. He just, like, shows them a vision of the, of their, like, surrogate parents turned into robots. Oh, okay, at least they show Yeah, including Uncle Chuck, but this time it's just, like, this ugly generic cyborg thing. Instead of, like, the cool robot design Uncle Chuck had in Sat AM. Is he at least, like, hedgehog-shaped? I mean, he still looks like a hedgehog. He just has robot parts on him. The Oracle gives them a map and tells them to travel with it and to become great allies and bond and then the episode ends and the credits are in comic sans <laughs> no way oh, oh my gosh i do want to mention i forgot to mention this before but rip this like illegal upload i found does have like an intro and outro it's the same video but it's you mean perfectly legal yeah Extremely legal. Listen, it's dead media. We should be able to watch it. It's true. Internet archive, please. And I guess that's the episode. Uh, I did not watch... I watched a little bit of episode two. But I'm not going to talk about that right now. Because I think we've run on long enough. We went on enough tangents for one day. I was even wondering, I was like, oh, is one episode going to be enough? But yeah, <laughs> I start talking about fucking Patriot Sonic. and yeah, So we got a couple questions. Uh, I'm going to have to dig around uh, to find all of them. We got some on Twitter and some on Discord. Okay, so I'm going to start with uh, the Twitter questions. Camel Donson Dancer at James Mason 108 asks, I'm so sorry. That's that's it. <laughs> Good question. Thank you, James Mason. Uh, gosh darn rabbit at gosh darn rabbit on Twitter asks, 
If any of the modern Sonic cast were put into a spinoff full of musical numbers, then what instruments would you want them to play? Hmm. Okay, so the so it's the drums, the guitar. I guess you would just be assigning. So Sonic, Sony, and Manic. Manic plays the drums. Sonia plays a keytar. And Sonic, oh, it's keytar. Okay. Yeah. Sonic and plays the so, guitar, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did um, know that. I did watch the the song, as y'all know, because I keep singing it. So let's see. Doesn't I? This might be just like a false memory, but I feel like you know that the um. Oh my god, I always forget this character's name, but like the alligator. Uh, Vector the crocodile. I keep, yes, Vector. I keep thinking he plays the drums. Is this like a false memory? I don't remember. I feel like there's a thing in where he's shown playing drums. I think, I know that he was in like this very old lore thing, lore document about like Sonic being part of a band and Vector was in it. And I think he played the drums in that. There's also some stuff with him playing drums and other things. I, th- I think you're right. Well, then he would be the drummer. <laughs> um, they said modern Sonic people. Um, hmm. I want Shadow to be in a Screamo band. <laughs> if there was any thing I would any instrument I would assign to Shadow, I would have to make it either the bass or a double headed guitar. Oh yeah, definitely. He's probably bass. Oh or if not Screamo, maybe he plays like mindless self indulgence because I keep thinking of that bass, the treble. I like my coffee black, just like my metal. <laughs> do you know that song? I feel like I do, but I can't remember it. Uh, oh, now I'm thinking about Vector and Shadow playing new metal. Just them teaming up to do a cover of Bring the Noise. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I... I mean, okay, not to, like, stereotype her, but she is kind of personality the girl. But I feel like Amy would prefer to be, like, a solo pop artist type of of person. That She gives me that feeling. Like... There's an Archie character named Mina Mongoose who once, uh... Once, like, Ian Flynn takes over, she's sort of a... She's sort of a an idol character. That's that's her deal. She's like a singer, and when Ian Flynn takes over, she also Tracy Yardley redesigns her dress to look kind of like Hatsune Miku's, without the tie, but just the general vibe. Is she the same color as Miku? Uh, well, her dress looks like a more simplified version of Miku's. And, like, palette swap changed to fit her color palette, which is, like, yellow and purple and black. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, let me think. Oh, 
Hmm. How about? I'm just thinking Does of tail? recent. Oh, tails. Does tails do like electronic music? I feel like he has to. Like, kind of. So, I don't know why, but for some reason, I keep thinking about um, <laughs> how Sarah, uh, pot Sarah Potagreed, uh, <clears throat> that's her name now, <laughs> um, is like, oh, Tails, she's a girl, trans girl, and like that just like fits because, like, I have. A lot of like, I realized a lot of my electronic artists on my like playlists and stuff are all like trans women who make electronic music, so that just like fits <laughs> with my idea <laughs> of tails. So we're just making <laughs> we're just making more tails head cannons for myself. I'm suddenly very much thinking of Knuckles playing the saxophone. Oh hell yeah, dude! Uh, yeah, when I. Boy, <laughs> he plays careless whispers. Although we do know for a fact from Sonic Adventure Two that he is a rapper. Oh no! I forgot. I literally—that's like the only Sonic game that I owned, and I just fucking forgot about the rapping and whatever at like that hill place pumpkin hill pumpkin hill i think i have that song memorized oh my god when we get to sonic when we get to adventure 2 like that part of adventure 2 yeah i'm definitely gonna put it oh you can put it in too but i was i was like you should try to do it but mate i should i should uh I can't sing, but I know the lyrics. It's a rap, right? Like, it's not quite the same thing as singing. I think that's uh, it for now. I Yeah, I was like, that's I probably think I'm done. good. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the next one. Uh, oh, uh, Nick Sferatu, at Nick Sferatu underscore NH, asks, If you joined the Sonic Underground, what instruments would you play? Hmm. Oh, no. I don't... I never, okay, like, I didn't really play instruments in school. I sang, so I guess I'd be the singer. Uh, well, I did, like, try to pick up guitar, so maybe I would do that. Like, I own one, and in this, like, fake reality world, I would, I could do that. Or I want to do something more, like, funky, though, maybe, but, hmm to think um, about that i don't know about music i got like a couple guitar lessons in middle school but i'm gonna just for the fun of it i'm gonna say i'm playing either a synth or uh oh, what's that thing a theremin oh <laughs> um bring some like real spacey sounding things to it. I want to play the marimba. I like the sound of marimbas. It's, I mean, it's just kind of like 
you know, it's kind of the the big wooden like xylophony type thing. Uh, I just like how they sound. I don't know if it would fit very well in the Sonic Underground Band, or I could do the thing like, okay, <clears throat> this is a very specific thing, but I remember it from like high school. I like saw. Flyleaf, and they like played in like at least one of their songs. They played the guitar with like a bow, like they didn't play electric violin. They played a guitar with a bow, and maybe that would I'd be I'd do something stupid like that. I want a gimmick. If I'm in a stupid fucking show, I want a gimmick. Frizzy asks, "Who has the best hair in Sonic Underground?" And Dark Wizard James Mason asks, who has the worst hair? Hmm. I'm going to say the best hair is Sonia's, the worst hair is Sonic's. I appreciate the aesthetic of Manic's hair. And uh, did you forget to press push to talk again? I sure did. Oh boy. At least I haven't been doing that a lot. Um, I was trying to say, I was trying to say, uh, Farrell has the worst hair cause it's just his eyebrows. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess Sonia has the best hair. I don't know. Uh, it's fine. It's very, it's fine. Like, I don't love any of their hair. It's just, it's fine. The uh, Frizzy also asks, uh, what do you think of their overall character designs? I love their soft bellies. Yeah, Sony and Manic have good designs. They're fine. They're solid. The everything else is bad, though. Yeah, I like specifically, yeah, like the... I mean, even Sonic, uh, I like because he's got that soft belly. But like I was describing before, there's a scary cockroach or cricket man. There's a very muscly orange guy. There's like a poorly a poorly drawn uh, whatever his name. I keep forgetting the French guy. Uh, It'll be. He's the no, fancy lad. No, I know, but I well, yeah, that that's fine. Oh, you he, meant Antoine. Yeah, I was saying a badly drawn Antoine. <laughs> Specifically a badly drawn Antoine. So they're kind of just all eh. Other than like the three main characters, I guess. Yeah. Uh Jan asks uh I feel whoever made Sonic Underground was like, so I watched a lot of idol slash band anime. How to combine that with Sonic? How do you think the idea for it happened? And we explained it. Deke wanted money. And I don't think they... Well, I don't think many of them watched anime. It was very cartoony look. Like, very, like, Western cartoon looking specifically. Yeah. <clears throat> like, it didn't have any of the, like, anime-inspired stuff. Um, I mean, maybe that's why, like, Sonic and his siblings have, like, a different feel than what I've seen of the other characters. Mm. But I'm not sure. They're all pretty uh, 
western yeah. cartoony though like i don't think they cared at all about <laughs> idol anime uh uh, so I forgot to grab my D6 when I came down, and I don't want to go back up because that means I have to edit myself going, edit out me going back up. So I'm just I gonna. I think I I'm, might have my dice around. Oh, if you want, if you have a D10, that would be great. You can go ahead and roll. Uh, which? Hello? Which? Yeah, sorry, I was just. Uh, which, how many sides? <laughs> Did we need a 10? Yeah, a D10. Okay, you said oh. six. That's why I was like, wait. Uh, do you have a D10? Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's D12. I do have a D10. I just have to fucking dig it out. Here we go. I found it. Um... Uh, n nine. Nine. Uh, let's see what we rolled with nine. Oh, uh, nine is boom. Oh, hell yeah. We're going to start with Sonic Boom. We're going to start on Sonic Boom. I, hmm, I guess I'm going to start reading. I'm going to have to research Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. Yeah, are we? So we're doing the game and the show together, kind of? Yeah, I'm not really sure what to do. Well, I know what to do with the show stuff. Like I said, I'll just read off descriptions uh, of like the various what the various recurring characters. It Boom, I feel like wants to kind of be like the Simpsons by having the whole uh sort of all of the background characters are a character thing. Okay. Um mm. Well, can't wait to see uh, Himbo uh, Knuckles. Yeah. Uh, Buff Knuckles is one of the most remembered parts of Sonic Boom. And he's a very different way of writing Knuckles. So I guess we'll have that to look forward to. Okay, let's take it to the close. Morg, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter. That's uh, Haunting the M O R G. Um, yeah, just follow that because that's where I pretty much post everything. And I will at some point fix my pin tweet um, a little bit more. I think there was something else, but I don't remember. So. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so I'm Dan. You can find me on Twitter at, at Mike underscore Dawson was a zero. I'm not going to list off my art stuff, but look up art Dawson on Tumblr. My Kofi is pinned in my Twitter and you can listen to my other podcast, uh, pod of greed. That's P O D of greed. It is a Yu-Gi-Oh it's a Yu-Gi-Oh! rewatch podcast. Uh, I wasn't in the most recent episode, but we did finish season four. So that's good. We also have an Oddity High AP that's on the same feed. It's a 
We recorded the last episode recently, but that won't be going up for quite some time, I don't think. I think I was on an episode of Let's Place that went up since the last recording. And also, I recorded another episode of Stranger's Fiction where I played Costume Fairy Adventures. That's all the important stuff. Oh, sorry. There's one more thing that I have. It's more of just like a future thing. It's coming up, though. Like, finally, for real this time. Uh, because Max and I have finally started talking about when we're going to record Wow Cool Robot, the uh, Gundam podcast that he's doing, um, where I am the co-host of the first season which is 0079. Oh, yeah. So uh, that will also be on my Twitter, like I mentioned before. But I just wanted to get it in writing that that will actually happen because we are going to be watching the first, like, four episodes, like, this week coming up. So, All right. Yeah. Uh, and you can find the Sonic Shuffle on at Shuffle Sonic on Twitter. You can subscribe to our RSS feed, or you we you can find us on iTunes now. Rate and review us if you want to. Uh, I don't know. I would appreciate word of mouth. You can email us at Sonic Shufflecast at Gmail for long-form questions, and you can join our Discord. Uh, if the Discord link is not working, DM us. Either DM me specifically, and I'll send you a new link. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would too, but... Yeah. <laughs> and that'll... I guess that'll wrap it up. And as we always end our episodes... Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. Alright, let I'll see ya. Bye! I long for my children, but I have to wait. To act too soon could seal their fate. They may